Hello listeners, welcome to Rise to Spotlight, the platform for authors and artists where we assist you with building web presence, publish books and create digital outreach. I am your host Nidhi Batra with another episode of Rise to Spotlight Talks. Today I'm excited to be joined by Kavya Venkat. Kavya is a trained Bharatanatyam dancer, a photographer and a graphic designer. She's an artist who draws inspiration from her South Asian roots. Now over years, Kavya explored and experimented with different artistic mediums to discover her own passion. And today I am so pleased to be talking and learning from this young artist. With that, let me welcome Kavya to our show. Hey Kavya, welcome. Hi Nidhi, how are you? I am good. I am so glad you can join us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me today. So Kavya, before we start, tell us a little more about yourself and your background. Sure. So to go from the beginning, I was born in India, but I grew up mostly in Dallas, Texas, and but I've always been very connected to my South Asian Indian roots. Um so I was um encouraged to try all sorts of activities and art forms such as dance and music i speak tamil at home i uh, love watching tamil movies so um yeah as you said i am classically trained in dance bharatanatyam and also carnatic music and these are both very spiritual and traditional art forms which has inspired me to appreciate the beauty and detail of life and i think this is really the mentality that i use to create artwork nowadays um I kind of go from there and I add my own touch of modernity with some non-traditional colors or patterns or style and make it my own. I'm happy to learn that you cherish your background and are still connected to your South Asian roots. And you know what as an immigrant I think it's important not to lose that connection and I should commend your parents for making that happen for you. Yeah, definitely. I think I didn't realize how important it was till I was in high school or college. Um because before like it was kind of doing dance or music, I I was I didn't see the importance of it, but now um that I'm interacting with like diverse people, um even like diverse artists, I can really mm-hmm. bring in this like new perspective and a new part of like history um into kind of the modern hemisphere. So, um Yeah, it's it's been really enlightening for me. I'm glad that, you know, you can bring that perspective to the modern art. So, you've been experimenting with different artistic interests, right? Yes. So, when and how did you discover your passion for the art that you do? And what kind of medium are you working on these days? These days I have been mostly focusing on graphic design. Um I never really was formally trained or taught to do. Um it's just something that I picked up along the way um over the years. Uh first interest in graphic design actually came from photography. And I was really into editing pictures, doing collages, um was exposed to Photoshop, and that's where it started. And I didn't even know that was graphic design. I was just kind of like playing. It was it was just fun for me at first. And then one day um for my Bharatanatyam Arangetram which is kind of like my debut solo performance uh we had to create invitations and you know I didn't have the technology to do anything fancy but you know I had 
my laptop and some limited software. And I was like, okay, like I have my pictures and, you know, I have the information. And I just made my invitations because I was like, you know, I, I can do this. I don't need to <laughs> go somewhere to get it printed, you know, like this is, right. this is fun for me. And it's my dance performance. And, you know, everyone was like impressed. My parents thought it was, you know, they were beautiful. And and that's kind of when I started doing that for other people too. They'd be like, hey, can you create, you know, invitations for me or these cards or you know, could you write this for me in a nice way? And then I got into college and I actually needed an iPad for taking notes in science classes. Um, mm -hmm. We had to draw diagrams like, you know, I, I was taking biology and chemistry classes and draw all the molecules and processes. And then my friends were like, oh, um, this is a this is a good diagram. Like we don't have this in our textbook. So can you send us these diagrams? And then I was like, I was actually kind of shocked. I was like, oh, people are appreciating these simple <laughs> things that I'm drawing. So I was like, it was it became fun for me. I was like, okay, like, and then that's when one day I was uh, looking into, you know, research opportunities within like, you know, science or the healthcare field. And at UC Berkeley, which is where I went to college, one of my professors, he was working on a curriculum where it was teaching kids in India about their own health and hygiene. Mm -hmm. And one of his projects was to actually create a um, children's book about healthy eating lifestyles. And they they needed a illustrator for that book. So um, I joined that research team. And it was it was very interesting because I had to relearn about anemia and how to simplify it so that little kids couldn't understand what anemia was in a very visual way. Nice. <laughs> so I created a character called Billy the Blood Cell competing in a race. And in order for him to win the race, he had to eat, you know, nice vegetables and fruits. So it taught about, you know, how to keep your blood healthy in a in a very like fun and um, accessible way for children. And this book was translated in different languages, which I thought was very cool because it was not just, you know, um, distributed in English. It was also in Tamil and Hindi. Nice. Yeah. So I want to continue this for fun. And um, so I've been creating pieces and improving my skills since then. Well, that's nice to know. So you are a self-taught artist. You took the opportunities that came along your way taught yourself from the resources that were available and here you are. Well, what a fantastic journey that you had. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so something that you did mention at the very beginning is that you take advantage of your South Indian roots and then try to create some fusion artwork. So tell us more about that creation or any of your fusion creation that might have been appreciated by your clients or something that you are proud of yourself. Something that I really like to um, do nowadays is to reimagine movie posters, any like um, Tamil or Hindi movie posters, and kind of put my own style into it. And so um, I was just creating those for fun, you know, to put on my own wall just for like decoration. Wow! And one of my one of my best friends, she was like, "I want that. Like, I want you to make one for me." And, you know, that that was kind of like the birth of like my current profile um, and my artwork that I display for everyone. So I kind of took a image of 
myself like wearing grand sari and jewelry and then I put it on a very like delicate like background of a farm and you know I played with the colors usually I felt like you know Indian colors were very like warm and reds and yellows Mm -hmm. so I would play with like blues and greens and like that's kind of where um, I was inspired to like you know fuse modern day art with traditional things like the grand jewelry and things like that on the on the woman's body Um, that was the first kind of time I had commissioned work for anyone so it was very exciting for me and then that that received a lot of like you know um, great like attention and then a lot of my other friends from college would be like, okay, now I want one. And then my guy friends are like, <laughs> like they're like, you created a, like, you know, this like queen looking, you know, image. Now I want one that looks like a king so that, you know, because all the nice. guys, <laughs> all the guys are okay. Now you have to make one with for all the guys. You know, this is something they would use on their own personal websites or accounts. So that's when I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, okay, like this is like my style is like really reaching um, like an audience. And that's when I, was like okay let me let me let me continue this let me keep doing these like I, I kept doing my um fusion work with like the movies that the Tamil or Hindi movies and adding my own uh-huh. touch but then you know even if it's like an American background like a scene or let's say like one of my pieces was the Golden Gate Bridge but mm-hmm. in front of the Golden Gate Bridge it was a like girl holding her tupata and it was like flying in the wind so it was like this very Bollywood-esque girl but like in a very like different background um so is it not interesting that the people around you saw that talent and supported you and then allowed you to expand on something that was your own passion yeah it was it was honestly like I'm I'm so thankful for like my friends who support me and um you know they follow me and you know keep supporting me so that's kind of how I get inspired and motivated to keep doing what I love. So now I'm curious to know all these pieces where you're talking about, about that Golden Gate Bridge and the poster from the movie, where can our listeners check your work? If we want to go and see one of those pieces and see your artwork, is there a place you put them all? (laughs) Yes. Um, Yes. So I mainly use instagram to promote my artwork so um, you can follow me at tamil dreams the spelling is t-a-m-i-z-h-d-r-e-a-m-s tamil dreams it's a different way of spelling tamil usually tamil spelled as an l but this is the traditional way of spelling it with a Mm z-h instead of an l um, but yeah, you can check me out. I post my um, all of my artwork on there. You can see like my movie posters reimagined. You can see some of my South Asian inspired artwork. And I also occasionally do um, photography and edits on there as well. So my travel photography is on, on display. So yeah, please feel free to check me out um, and like and share if you enjoy it. Sure. No, thank you for sharing that detail with us. And I might come with a Bollywood poster that I want for my house. <laughs> so maybe we can do something there. Yes, yes, definitely. I'm open for commissions. So <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So, uh, you know, you are an expert when it comes to graphic design. And Rise to Spotlight is the platform for authors and artists. Now, based on your experience, what would be your do's and don't advice to someone 
who wants to learn and explore digital art? Yeah, something I would tell everyone to do is to start small. Um, digital art is nothing but just, you know, um, art on a digital platform. So just take a piece of paper and, you know, if you are comfortable with 2D art, um, with like paper, pencil, pen, like I think that's the foundation, like to make sure you are comfortable doing that um, on a physical platform. And then making that digital is nothing but just having the technology and resources. So improving your art skills is just, you know, drawing something small every day, um, whether it's doodling or just like having fun. I think that's the biggest advice I have is to make sure whatever you're doing is is something that you enjoy and something that's fun. Um, you don't even need to feel pressured to share it as long as it's bringing joy to you. That's all that matters. And, you know, it it's always starts with one other person saying, I like what you're doing. And, right. you know, it, as long as you reach one person with your creations, like, that should be the most satisfying um, inspiration for you um, to take on, to motivate you to do more. And I would say something you should not do, um, if you guys are familiar with the art world, it's so easy to compare yourself with others, you know, whether it's social media mm -hmm. or if you go to a gallery or whatever. Like, It's a very fast-paced world and people feel the need to like, have an art piece ready every day like it really has to come from the heart like you have to create pieces that mean something to you because if it doesn't mean something to you it might not mean something to someone else it can be tiring and it can take out the fun out of art if you're comparing yourself and if you're trying to like always create something for you know those social media likes or just for the shares um yeah, that's so true. And I think sometimes we get so much pressurized with the people around us judging us and we lose the fun out of that, which takes away all the pleasure that you get from creating your artwork. Yeah, that's a wise advice. You know, start small, do it for your own fun and then take it to the next level. And, you know, don't worry about being judged with the people around you or being pressurized to get all those likes on the social platform. You don't even have to share it as long as you enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. I saw this um, quote actually where it was like, you know, getting 30 likes on a picture might not seem a lot on your phone, but, you know, imagine 30 people walking uh -huh. into your room and saying they like your, they like something that's on your like. wall. <laughs> um, so it's, it's really puts things into perspectives, um, which I thought was, was very grounding for me. That is so true. Yeah, thank you for saying that for our listeners because I want more and more people to start exploring their creative side and don't be pressurized with all this social presence and all these social likes and um, the things that exist that can, you know, take us down. Okay, so moving forward, Kavya, what message would you like to leave for our listeners? If there is something, and I know you already said a quote, but if there is one message you want to leave our listeners with, what would be that message? I think um, any art form you're doing, it's it's important. Um, it's I feel like a lot of people think it's just a hobby or just something you're doing um, on the side, but it can actually contribute to a lot of um, meaningful conversations. Um, you know, even if you're in a science or STEM field, 
you can use your artistic skills to um, merge it with science to create something that is meaningful. Um, and that's kind of what I hope to do in my own life. I'm, you know, studying public health right now. I'm doing a master's at Dartmouth. And, you know, one of my goals is to bring graphic design into medicine, into public health, to create messages, to create meaningful work that will reach an audience to even improve healthcare. Um, so always find a way to merge your passion with um, what you're doing in life. And I think that will make your life more enjoyable. And also it will reach people um, and it will create um, a better world, in my opinion. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Kavya, for being here, talking to us about your creative journey and sharing some great advice with our audience here today. I really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much for having me here and uh, showcasing my work. Sure. And from the Rise to Spotlight team, wish you all the good luck in all the work that you have in Pipeline. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Listeners, remember, to live a creative life, you must lose your fear of being wrong. So don't have that fear stop you from exploring your creative side. Well, leaving you with that thought, this is your host Nidhi signing off for today. To learn more about our platform, visit www.risetospotlight.com and do subscribe to our channel so that you do not miss any new episodes. I will meet you again in my next podcast. Till then, goodbye and stay safe.